0: in right now? Are I'm you the doing the wave? Are you on the wave? I am not waving right now. Are you now. ready to ride the wave, Wadi? Uh, I don't know if I'm riding the wave yet. Have you been um, shamefully selling yourself to get a Google Wave invite? No. As, as many people I've, who have talked to have. You know, I've sent
1: have. out some, uh, you know, very low-key flyers said, hey, if you got a wave invite, you know, wave it my way. But, uh, you know, I'm not selling myself for this. So
0: in the end, wholly worthless, big Big to do about pretty much
1: nothing. Yeah, I think it'll carve out a small niche over time, but it's not going to revolutionize anything. I'm going to go a little alternative here. Google Wave. So alternative to not today. not all that important. Google pretends like it is.
0: Wow, and Google so big runs our lives. So if Google pretends that it is, guess what, Gary? It is. It is. It is. It is. No, no way to avoid that yeah. fact. All right, for um, Gary Grasa and now David Watnick. I am Jake Smalvitz, saying good night for now, and uh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday. See you
2: then. I didn't write no song about a cow, but now what about a cow that you could possibly like? Well, there's steaks,
3: there's milk. Why not write about a cow? No one has written about it. Why not write about a cow? Rufus Thomas wrote one of the all-time great songs about food, "The Funky Chicken." In his memory, we present to you Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a food satire show, sometimes intentionally. We'll play songs about food, but we'll also talk to real restaurant owners and look at food in culture. And if we're ever boring, you get your money back. It doesn't cost a thing to tune into Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Pandora's Lunchbox every Thursday evening at 6.30. The statement not evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration.
4: Everybody gets a sandwich
2: sometime. And a piece of cake. And ice cream, if they're nice.
3: And as Jesus Christ was known to say, eat me. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm sitting in for Mike Perini. I'm Ed Special, and we're going to eat each other, starting right now.
2: A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti.
5: No sign of land. How long is it? That's a rather personal question, sir. You stupid idiot! I mean, how long has it been in the lifeboat? You've destroyed the atmosphere now. I'm sorry. Shut up. Start again.
6: Oh. Oh.
5: Still no sign of land. How long is it? Thirty-three days. Sir. Thirty-three oh. days. We can't oh. go on much longer. I didn't think I destroyed it. Shut you? up! I do not
6: think I did. Of course. It
5: Still no sign of land. How long is it? 33 days, sir.
2: Have we started again?
5: Still no sign of land. How long is it? 33 days, sir. 33 days? We can't go on much longer, sir. We haven't eaten since the fifth day. We're done for. We're done for. Shut up, Maudling. We've just got to keep hoping. Someone may find us. How are we feeling, Captain? Not too good, I... I feel so weak. We can't hold out much longer. Listen, chaps, there's still a chance. I'm done for. I've got a gammy leg
4: and I'm going fast. I'll never get through, but some of you might. So, you'd better eat me. Eat you, sir? Yes, eat me. Ugh, with a gammy leg? You didn't eat the leg, Thompson. There's still plenty of good meat. Look at
5: that arm. It's not just the leg, sir. What do you mean? Well, sir, it's just the. Why don't you want to eat me? I'd rather eat Johnson, sir. So would I, sir. I see. Oh, Settle, then. Everyone's going to eat me. Oh, well. Uh, what, sir? Uh, go ahead, please, but I won't. Oh, nonsense, sir. You're starving. ducking. Uh, no, no, it, it's not that. What's the matter with Johnson, sir? Well, he's not kosher. That depends how we kill him, sir. Yes, that's true. But to be perfectly frank, I, I like my meat a little more lean. Ooh. I'd rather eat Hodges. Oh, well, all right. I still prefer Johnson. Now, we should all stop bickering and eat meat. <laughs> Look. I tell you what, those who want to can eat Johnson, and you, sir, can have my leg, and we'll make some stock from the captain, and then we'll have Johnson cold for supper. Oh,
6: That's a good idea. Excellent thinking.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Vincent Price. If I am feeling particularly ambitious, I make a real curry, plus all the side dishes. Many curries are made with meats on the bone, but for my guess, I only want to serve small boys. I like to look around for some really exotic and very hot ones. <laughs> That's the way my wife likes them. I then skin the boys and take all of the meat from the bone. The easy way is to stab them one at a time with a fork and heat them over a gas flame on the stove until the skin bursts. It then peels right off. (laughs) What fun. To make the curry itself is child's play, a very simple but a very elegant dish. Nothing makes a more exotic party. I generally lower all the lights and burn a little child to help create a mood. (laughs) And then I have sitar records and put them on the stereo, and that helps tremendously. Candles winking everywhere are very romantic. The visual display of the curry, all the condiments, and the boys is really spectacular. This meal depends on you to create a mood, so be daring use a different tablecloth or a brilliant remnant of material pull out all the brass and copper you can find wear dangling earrings and a draped sari if you have it and every bracelet you can find your guests will talk about this dinner party for weeks <laughs>
6: Age monsters in haunted homes. A ghost on the stair. A vampire's bite. But beware, <laughs> there's a full moon tonight.
3: Uh-oh. Animal spiders creep and
2: crawl. Boys and goons having a ball. Uh, Frankenstein's draglet
6: are sure to end up in somebody's tummy.
2: (laughs) Take a fresh road, some toadstools and weeds. seven legs from an eight-legged beast, and then you're all set for a cannibal feast. Sit round the fire with this cup of brew, a fiend and a werewolf on each side of you. This cannibal orgy is strange to behold and the maddest story
1: One day
4: at the Tom Tom I heard a welcome shout from the kitchen Come and get it! Roast leg of insurance salesman <laughs> A chorus of yums ran round the table Yum, <laughs> yum, 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 yum Except for Junior, who pushed away his shell <dances> Got up from his log and said I don't want any part of it What? Why not? I don't eat people. Hey? I won't eat people. Huh? I don't eat people. I must be going deep. Eating people is wrong. It's wrong. Don't eat people. You've clean out of your mind. I won't eat people. What's the matter with the lad? Don't eat people. He keeps on repeating. Eating people is bad. But people have always eaten people. What else is there to eat? If the juju had meant us not to eat people, he wouldn't have made us of meat. Don't eat people. Oh, no, not again. I won't eat people. All the day long. Don't eat people, he keeps on repeating. Eating people is wrong. Well, well, I, I, I never heard a more ridiculous idea in all my born days. To think that a son of mine should grow up to be a sissy. Me, chief assistant to the assistant chief. I suppose you realise, son, if this was to get around, we might never get self-government. I won't eat people. Have you been talking to one of your mothers again? (laughs) You're not getting to be one of these cranks that thinks that eating people is cruel, are you? Seeing a man sitting in a pot and you think he's suffering. Oh, it's not like that at all. Why, he's just had an invigorating chase through the forest. He's sitting there in the nice warm water with all the carrots and dumplings and things. He's thinking, oh, the pleasure and happiness I'm going to give to a whole heap of people. That man in the pot there, he enjoys it. Eating people is wrong. Look, son, son, I admire your sincerity. Always be sincere, whether you mean it or not. (laughs) You're young. You're young. When you're young, you think you can change the whole world overnight, even eating people. I know I've been young myself. Take it from your old dad. You've just got to learn to take the world as it is. I won't let another man pass my lips. (laughs) I know why you say don't eat people because you are a coward, Francis. That's your trouble. You're a yellow-livered coward. You wouldn't mind eating people if you weren't afraid of ending up in the pot yourself. How despicable! Or like this, you'll never able to get me into hot water. I won't eat people. I don't eat. Don't people. want to eat people is wrong. Communist, going around saying don't eat people. That's the way to make people hate you. We always have eaten people. Always will eat people can't change human nature. I hate to people! I people! Expensive. people! people! people, to it people, it? people it must have been someone yet. people, people
6: out! I give up, I give up. He
4: used to be a regular anthropophagi. If this crazy idealistic idea of yours was to catch on, I just don't know where we would all be. Just about to ruin our entire internal economy. <laughs> Fortunately, I suppose it's. I suppose it's catching on isn't really very likely. Why, why, you might just as well go around saying, don't fight with people, for example. Don't, don't, fight, people.
6: Yeah, don't <laughs> fight people?
4: Don't! Can you imagine? <laughs> Do you <laughs> see, all <laughs> oh, <laughs> part of the same fantastical possibility. That's
6: the Ridiculous.
1: De son camion, chassait les papillons d'Afrique, les cannibales en le traitant d'espions, l'arrêtèrent sans façon de suite. Il essaya de leur parler anglais, espagnol, portugais, chinois. Mais en voyant leur mâchoire qui s'ouvrait, il se mit à Je ne veux pas mourir, Monsieur Canibal, laissez-moi partir. Il leur montre à son briquet, son stylo, ça montrait les photos de sa femme. Il leur chanta un grand air de gounod, des chansons d'Adamo, que dalle. S'aperçut ses refus, qu'il vit toutes ses filles nues. Il rit, mais dans sa tête une idée saugrenue, une idée farfelue surgit dans une case où était son harem, Il entraîne à lui. Monsieur cannibale, laissez-moi partir. Pendant huit jours, il resta enfermé Et dû se partager enfin Et comme déjà il ne sait pas bien trop Il perdit 20 kilos Au moins Quand arrive à l'instant où le grand chef lui fit comprendre par geste Allez S'écria Jamais. Monsieur Canibal, je ne peux plus partir. Monsieur Canibal.
0: I do know you.
6: He, he will not approve, he won't like your car, oh, the way you conduct
0: yourself in public, your move. Shame, shame on you, I want to keep this friendship platonic, I respect the fact that you're waiting for Mr. Ruff.
6: Images of me.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, at this time we are supposed to show you scenes from the picture Blood Feast, which will be shown as a late show next Saturday night. However, due to the extreme horror of the context of this picture, and due to the fact that this audience has not been forewarned, we will not show this preview. Instead, let us warn you that no children will be admitted during the showing of Blood Feast. In fact, there will be a policeman on duty at the box office to make sure they do not enter the theater. And if you're the least bit squeamish or have a heart condition, we strongly recommend that you not attempt to see this picture. A nurse will be on duty during the showing of the picture, too, not as an advertising gimmick, but because she may very well be needed. See the picture if you must, but remember, we warn you.
3: Was Dave Harris dinner music for a pack of hungry cannibals, preceded by Herschel Gordon Lewis, with a radio spot for Blood Feast. Godly and Creme with Sandwiches of You. Sasha Distel with uh, Monsieur Cannibal. Raymond Scott also uh, his version of Dinner Music for a Pack of Hungry Cannibals. Earlier, uh, Flanders and Swan with The Reluctant Cannibal. Lon Chaney Jr. theme from Spider Baby. Vincent Price uh, Boys. And (laughs) preceded by The Buoys, uh, their song called Timothy, Mighty Python on cannibalism, and we started off the set here on Pandora's Lunchbox with Anthony Hopkins' I Ate His Liver from the soundtrack of The Silence of the Lambs. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Please stay tuned now for Face the Music.
7: I didn't really want to come to Ann Arbor in 1968 at all. I wanted to stay in Concord, Massachusetts, even though most of the people hated me there, just like they hated me everywhere I went in the country. It seemed like people were uh, kind of afraid of me, you know, when I was a little kid. I got dragged all over the country when I was a little kid. And I really thought that Concord, Massachusetts was going to be it, you know. I was like nine and a half, ten years old when I got there. And I used to... I got a, a copy of a medieval bestiary and I used to go and sit on off, Author's Ridge up in the cemetery, you know, in Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in Concord and, you know, hang out with the poets up there and read the stuff, you know. Uh, that's where I first read... Uh, Natalie Kuznetsov's uh, Babi Yar, you know, about being a little boy in the Ukraine during the Nazi invasion. I read that when I was like nine and a half years, ten years old. Yeah, I was always kind of precocious. Um, Ann Arbor in 1968 was one hell of a place to be precocious, so it's kind of interesting that fate and parents and stuff brought me here. When uh, I was